This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Let Me Touch You podcast, season three, This Is Me. You're now entering a judgment-free zone where your hosts discuss any and every topic, but make sure to give you some motivational advice to go with it once you're done listening. Now allow me to introduce your host, the HBIC, Barbie. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Let Me Touch You Podcast. This is your girl, Barbie. How you doing? Before I start off the episode, I want to thank everyone who has taken the time out to send me their condolences and who has been checking up on me periodically to make sure I'm okay. Yes, the two deaths in my family back to back have been something very difficult to deal with. But, you know, your girl is here throughout everything I'm going through. I appreciate that you guys have been there for me, so I refuse to let you down. And here I am yet again with another episode. Sorry, I didn't have anything for you guys last weekend, but last weekend was a very emotional weekend for me so I really couldn't do it as much as I wanted to so I apologize but from here on out your girl is back like I said in my post I'm gonna be back slowly but surely but I'm back okay so today's episode is called family ties with everything that I've been going through with my family meaning um my children my immediate family I just have so much on my mind that I want to discuss and some people might get upset by certain things I'm gonna say some people can agree with it some won't I really don't care it's my platform I'm gonna use it to express what I'm feeling and to give some advice in case some of you might be going through the same thing as well with your family okay so I'm gonna start it off with What does the word family mean to you? Take a second, think about it, and register that in your head. And then now think about what, like, what dynamic it is within your family. For me, the word family is um, a group of people, basically, that you're related to by blood. And you guys have each other's back. You're there for each other through thick and thin. You go out of your way to make sure that person is good. And you guys are loyal to each other. You're selfless. You love each other. And you genuinely care about one another. That's my meaning for the word family. Just because that's my meaning for the word family doesn't mean that that's what I experience on a day-to-day basis with my family. I think that not every family is perfect. Um, Every family has their things that they go through. Some go through more than others. But at the end of the day, I feel that no matter what you go through with your family, you're family. So you just, I wouldn't say you just have to push that to the side because I feel that I'm the type of person I can forgive and never forget. And after that, I'll treat you accordingly. 
So if we can do that with people outside of our family, why can't we do it with people that are within our family that we're related to by blood? I just never understood that. But, you know, some people are wired differently, so it is what it is. I know some people, when they think of the word family, they might say, you know, families are my friends, my friends that have become my family. Family could be a dollar in my pocket. And some might say, you know, family is just somebody I'm related to, but I don't fuck with them. Because at the end of the day, we all have family members that we're related to, but we really don't fuck with them like that. Or we just keep them at a distance depending on things that we've gone through with them. So in my meaning of the word family, you guys, I don't know if you noticed, but I said selfless. Selfless is like the main thing. I'm going to give you guys the textbook dictionary meaning of the word selfless. Selfless is being concerned more with the needs and wishes of others than with the ones of your own, basically being unselfish. Selfless, there's not a lot of people out there that know how to be selfless. I, for one, think I am a very selfless person. I always think of other people's needs, sometimes before my own. And some people might say that's not a good way to live, but realistically, I don't know how to undo that. That's just the way my brain is programmed. I think of everyone before I think of myself, basically my kids, if you're my partner, I'm thinking of your needs. I basically put everybody before me. It's like a gift and a curse, but hey, it is what it is. Let's say, for example, right now, um, an example of me being selfless. You guys know I'm not working. I'm in no position to be helping other people because I'm not working. The money I have, I should be saving it for myself and my kids in case of an emergency, which I am. But let's say if one of my friends come to me and they're discussing a situation that they're going through, that they're probably backed up on rent or they don't have enough money for groceries or whatever it may be. A little bill that they're backed up on or they need something for something. If you're a friend of mine, a close friend, which I consider family or a family member of mine, and you're discussing these things, what's what do you think I'm going to do? The main thing in my brain is going to pop up like, yo, if you need something, let me know. I got you because I know that you're in need. Do you guys think not that I need anyone's help? Thank the Lord. Let me knock on wood. Since I've been out of work, you know, God has made everything the way he needs for it to be. And I've been able to maintain for my children and I without having to ask anyone for anything. Um, But me being who I am, the money that I have, if I have extra and I could take some of that money to help someone else, why wouldn't I? That money, if instead of using it to buy something on Amazon that I really don't need. I just want it. Those $50, I can help someone get a couple of groceries for them and their kids. Barbie will do it. So, you know, being selfless is a major thing when being part of a family. If you see a family member that is in need, they shouldn't have to come and ask you for help. If they're discussing something with you and venting, listen, pay attention. Because sometimes... They might want to ask for help, but not know how to ask for help. So you should be that person to be able to pick up on these signals and let them know like, yo, I got you. Don't worry about it. 
your family members should be able to be there for you through any and everything you're going through. It doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be financially. Like sometimes you just might need someone to talk to, to get some things off of your chest. You just might need a breather from what you're going through and need to step out of your house. It could be the simplest things. But some people just only care about themselves. They care about what they're going through or that they're good. I'm in a good space. You know, why bring such and such around me when he's going through so much or she's going through so much and that negative energy is going to mess up my energy, my vibes. I get it. A lot of people are big on energy and protecting their energy. But you just never know how much you can be helping someone by doing something so simple. Something very simple can go a very long way. And for those helping out people who need the help, you know, kudos to you. But those receiving the help, be grateful. And always remember that, you know, that person doesn't necessarily have to help you just because you're family. They're doing it because they genuinely care about you and want to help you. And whenever, you know, you're back up on your feet, don't just MIA that person. Always remember that they helped you, even if it was with just a cup of coffee, a meal, anything. They were there for you when you needed the help. Be grateful. Always remember that. And I'm not saying you have to kiss that person's ass for the rest of your life, but be grateful and show them that you were grateful for the fact that they did help you when you needed them. Because you just never know when you might need that person again. It's like that saying, never bite the hands that feed the hand that feeds you. Believe me, that saying goes a very long way because you could be good today, bad tomorrow. Like the cycle can be, it can be an up and down cycle and you just never know when you're going to need that person again. That saying always reminds me of my mom. Um, My mom is that one person in the family that anyone can come to and she will always help you. Whether if it's with somewhere to stay until you get on your feet a plate of food, a cup of coffee. Like my mom has helped so many people, whether they're family members, people from the neighborhood, it doesn't matter. You knock on my mom's door and she will help you whichever way she can. Like she has never shut her doors on anyone. And all those who know me and know my mom know I'm not lying. But there's been a whole bunch of times where her good deeds never, it's like the saying, no good deed goes undone. I think I'm saying it right. I hope I'm saying it right. But all her good deeds that she's done, she still gets people who are super ungrateful, who she has helped in so many ways. And they, it's like, all right, Gije who? My mom's name is Gije Mina. We call her Gije. It's like, Gije who? Oh, yeah. She helped you while you was fucked up. Now that you good, not even a phone call. Something as simple as a phone call could go a long way. Just checking up on that person that helped you once a year. Maybe if that, go visit her during the summertime. You know, as people get older, they enjoy the simple things in life. A simple visit, a simple phone call goes a very long way. So that's why I say those who help you. When you're down, you needed them, you love them, you tell them how much you love them, how much you care for them, but then once you're good, you forget about them. Like, you don't do that. That is definitely not cool, 
And even though my mom is not the type of person that if you need her again, she'll diss you just because you never showed your appreciation, other people out there might not be like that. You might go to such and such for help today. She'll help you, but then she'll so she'll see how ungrateful you were about her. You can talk shit about her afterwards. By the way, that has happened so many times with my mom. She's helped so many people, and then in the long run, they're talking stupid shit about her that makes no freaking sense. And then there comes a time when they need her again. She's there, but the next person just might not be that nice. So. Be careful who you talk shit about. That's why they say be careful and don't ever bite the hand that once fed you because you just never know if you need, you're going to need from that hand again. Another thing that irks me is competition. Why are we competing with each other? Why? I never got that. Family members shouldn't be competing with each other. If anything, we should be learning and growing together or learning and helping each other grow in whatever aspect that might be. Because, you know, everybody has different interests and such and such. But none of my cousins should be my competition. Like, we're all different. We all have different interests, like I said. And that's that. Like what the fuck? I never understood that. It doesn't matter who makes what. It doesn't matter who dresses like what. It doesn't matter whose kid has what. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. If you guys could just have seen and noticed what I've noticed growing up and still to this day, it's just like a constant competition. For example, oh, your daughter is 18 and she's already pregnant. Oh my God, mine's is 24 and she's in college or she just graduated from college and she's living her life. Like, oh my God, my daughter's better than yours. Oh my God, your daughter smokes weed. Oh my God, my daughter only smokes hookah. My daughter's better than yours. None of these things make a person who they are. If your child likes drinking or smoking weed, you know, at the end of the day, As parents, of course, we don't want our kids to be drinking or smoking weed or some parents don't even like the idea of hookah. At the end of the day, your child is your child. You have to be realistic and understand that not everyone is perfect. Of course, if you find out your child is smoking weed, you sit down and you talk to them and explain the bad things that come with smoking weed and If they choose to be a weed smoker, then so be it. You have to accept your children for who they are. You're not going to disown your child just because he or she smokes weed and their other siblings don't or their other cousins don't and the rest of the family is going to look down on them because they smoke weed or because they drink. Like, fuck what anybody has to say. Your kids are your kids. You got to love them regardless and be there for them. That shit pisses me the fuck off. We should just be sitting here trying to figure out ways to make our family better you know if you're in a position where you learn something new and you think it can help another family member share that idea with them like it doesn't take anything to share something that you learned with someone else for example this morning I got a text from one of my friends that got me into stocks and she sent me a video about you know 
a challenge. It's called a $5 day challenge where you invest $5 a day in certain stocks and it can bring you a lot of money. Any of you who are into stocks, send me a message and I'll send you the link to that video. But what did I do? Some people would be greedy and that information that they got, they won't share it with others to help others grow. But not me. What I did, I send it to all my family members that I know are into stocks. I don't think that is a gimmick where I'm probably trying to get their money or some dumb shit. I send it to all my family members and all my friends. And I explain to them if they know anyone else that's into stocks to forward the message. We're supposed to help each other grow, not belittle each other and try to compete with the next person to be better than them. Like, come on, guys, let's be realistic. We're not each other's competition. We're family members. We should want to see each other do better, not stay stuck in the same place where we're at. So instead of sending texts to your family members, talking shit about other people, you know, change that. Send a text about something new you learned, whether it be stocks, whether it be if you learned how to bake something new and you know a family member of yours is into baking and they could probably make money out of that. I don't know, whatever. Stop talking shit about each other and start helping each other. Another thing that I never understood about people talking about their family members like this is your blood how can you sit there and talk negative about someone especially children that shit blows mind in my family people have the nerves to talk about other people's children how do you talk about a five six year old ten year old whatever the age how do you talk about someone else's child and talk shit about them and call them, let's say, for example, a pothead. Oh, this one, you see the way she dresses on social media? You saw that picture that she put? You saw that You saw that picture he put that he was smoking weed? You saw that picture that this one put that he was taking a shot? Like, shut the fuck up. Please. Listen, I still, to this day, remember me being a child. I was about maybe seven or eight. And I overheard someone telling my mother about a relative of mine well it was two relatives of mine that were talking about me i was super young how do you sit there and talk about a child they were sitting there talking about my hair they were talking about how i was bigger than the other girls from my family about how i looked I'm Puerto Rican, as most of you guys know. A lot of people confuse me. They think that I'm black or Dominican, which it doesn't bother me. I love everybody the same. But most of my family members, you know, they're your typical Puerto Ricans. We're all beautiful. Have that nice, beautiful, long hair. Your girl Barbie doesn't have that nice, beautiful, long hair. I came out with my dad's hair. Thick, not straight. I relax my hair every three months. Like, you know... And growing up, my mom didn't really know how to deal with my hair because she was so used to my sisters. They had the typical Puerto Rican, nice, soft, curly hair. So I remember she used to tell me that my hair would grow more only in the middle. So constantly she would have to cut it short. My sisters used to make fun of me and call me Webster bitches. Hate them. Nah, I love ya. Um, But people would talk shit about that. Oh my God, look at her hair. She looks like a boy. And 
I still remember that day. Mind you, I was young. I still remember how hurt my mother was and she cried because these were relatives, close, very close relatives. All I'm going to say, you know what? It was, I'm not even going to say who it was. It doesn't matter because they know who they were and I'm sure they're listening. And at the end of the day, it was fucked up because it hurt my mother and it hurt me being a little girl and knowing that people were talking about me because of the way I looked and I remember as I got older I was like maybe 14 or 15 and I went to a family function and somebody had the balls to ask me when I was gonna lose weight they were like oh when you're gonna lose weight you don't notice that you're the only big one in the family all your cousins are slim and what I told them I don't care to be slim this is the way I am and I love the way I am. My mother loves me. My mother has always been like my number one fan. She has never in her life ever told me, Barbie, you know, you're not like your sisters. You're thicker. You need to lose weight. Like she never downplayed my hair, nothing. If anything, you know, with my hair, she always tried to do the best she could. She couldn't really do much. But as I got older, you guys see I'm getting my hair done every day. I mean, every day I wish, every week. That's because she installed that in me. Yeah, your hair is not like this, but you make sure that you take care of your hair and you make it look good all the time. That's why if I ain't got my hair done, Barbie ain't going nowhere. But it's just sad how people can sit there and be so evil. That's why, that's the word you can, you have to call it evil. Like I get, it, right now my heart is racing because it pisses me the fuck off. Like you have to be an evil individual to sit there and talk about a child get a life do something with yourself because i don't know i really don't know just know that i do pray for that person every now and then and that person is still around that person is older than me it's someone that i have always been taught to respect and i will forever respect them even though at a young age, they've always disrespected me, which brings me to the next thing, respect. Respect is big. As you guys can see, that person, from me being a child, they never had respect for me. They always talk shit about me, but I never stooped to their level. I've always been taught to respect my elders, so I will always do that. If someone older than me and my family comes at me and talks shit to my face and disrespects me, You know, I'll keep my mouth shut. If it comes to the point where I feel I have to defend myself, I will defend myself respectfully. But I won't go sit there and jump and try to punch that person in the face. It's just not the person I am. But now if you come at me and you try to touch me, it's a different story. That respect goes right out the window. Right out the freaking window. So people, that's one thing we have to teach our children to respect. I feel we just have to break the curses from our past generations um you know people have they've lost respect they've lost so much respect for one another and the generation now i don't know they feel they're too cool to have respect for people older than them but i wish my kids would disrespect any of their aunts uncles any one in my family that is older than them i don't give i don't give two I'm trying not to curse too much if you guys haven't noticed, but I'm so pissed that I can't. I don't give two fucks how old my kids are. 
But if my child is in their 20s and someone older than them says something to them and they talk back to them reckless, they're going to get popped right in their mouth right then and there. I don't care who you are. I don't care what the situation is. If someone older than you is telling you something in a respectful manner or disrespectful manner, it doesn't matter how they're telling you telling you about it. You have just shut up and listen. That's what I always tell my kids. If you don't like what somebody's saying, just be quiet and listen. Not every action needs a reaction. And stupid, ignorant people look for a reaction from you when they're saying stupid, ignorant shit. So... People, teach your kids how to respect and to ignore stupid, ignorant comments. Growing up, I've seen so much craziness that I guess that's why I I am the way I am, where um, I feel not everything deserves a response. Growing up, I've seen fights over just bumping into somebody or you just taking something somebody said out of context and it escalating to a violent fight gunshots people getting beat up with bats like i've done seen it all so that's why i'm one of those that i say not every action needs a reaction um another thing that bothers me when it comes to certain family members is putting people against each other let's say you and i have an argument and let's say me and one of my sisters have an argument And here I go and I tell my kids, oh, I had a fight with, let's say, for example, Titi Nani. I had a fight with Titi Nani, so therefore, I don't want you talking to Titi Nani or talking to any of her kids because whatever, whatever, whatever. First of all, I can have a million fights with my sisters. It's none of my kids' business if I had a fight with my sister. There's certain things your kids don't need to know because at the end of the day, we're family. We can fight today, and once it all blows off, we're back at being family again so there's certain things your kids don't need to know people your kids don't need to know that you argued with such and such because of such and such and that you don't want them talking to them what sense does that make one thing has nothing to do with another and especially your kids you should not involve your kids in adult situations for what i feel that that's um how some kids lose respect for the elder people in their family because their parents will tell them about situations that happen between them and tell them all such and such disrespecting me so I don't want you talking to them like that shit makes no sense no sense at all so just because you beefing with somebody doesn't mean your kid has to beef with them if it does not have anything to do with your kid where they're talking shit about your kid calling your daughter a hoe calling your son this calling your it doesn't involve them don't bring them into it please don't because like I said earlier it just doesn't make sense another thing when it comes to your kids people let's be realistic a lot of people are in denial when it comes to the kids let's say for example you and I had this argument because I told you I saw your son or your daughter um smoking weed and you don't want to believe it at the end of the day nobody wants to believe anything negative about their kids our kids are our life you know We invest so much time, so much effort into raising them to be a certain way. But no matter how much we do to put our kids in a certain path, you know, they have to live their own lives. We can tell them what we've gone through in life and hope and pray that they don't choose the paths we have have chosen. But shit happens. They have to learn from their own mistakes. 
So let's say a family member comes to you and tells you, you know, your son or your daughter was smoking weed or your 12 or 13 year old daughter, I call her making out with this one or that one. Don't start beefing with that family member just because they told you that. Take that information, thank them for it because another person would just see it and leave it alone, ignore it just because they'd be like, oh, I don't want to get into a confrontation with such and such because instead of, you know, listening to me, he or she's going to get upset and it's going to blow off and start this other shit that I don't want to start. It shouldn't be like that. We're family. We should be able to come to each other and tell each other if your child is doing something, if your child is being disrespectful. Shit, the other day, not the other day, probably a month ago, my niece had called me and she was like, Barbie, Jacob was cursing on Fortnite. What did I do? I didn't get pissed. I know my son. I know he has his moments where he curses. I told her, I was like, thank you for telling me. But in the event you hear him, at that moment, you get on and you embarrass him on Fortnite in front of all his friends. And then you call me and then I'll do my part. That's the way it's supposed to be open communication with your family. We're supposed to look out for each other. Instead of sitting there talking shit about our kids, we're a family. We're supposed to be helping each other build our kids into the kids we want them to be. So stop talking shit about people's kids. Let's help each other out. And parents, be open-minded and realistic. No one is perfect. Your kid is not perfect. My kid is not perfect. But if you see one of my kids or if I see one of your kids doing something, please let it be known so we can handle it before it's too late. Now, another thing that irks me to like the 10th power, 100th power, highest power ever is when people go to social media. If we're having an issue, do not go to social media to let the whole world know that you and I are arguing. Do not go on social media and throw subs. If you have a problem with me, please pick up the phone and discuss that with me. Please communicate. Communication is key, people. There's no need for you to go on social media, throw subs at anyone, and it's something that happens back and forth. That should just be super hilarious to me. Um, It's never really happened to me. I'm not one that beefs with my family. My family members know how I am. Um, If I have a problem, I'll discuss it, and I'll leave it at that. If you have a problem with me, bring it up to me. If you don't, I I treat everybody accordingly. I could pick up on vibes, and I can care less who likes me, who doesn't like me, as long as you don't ever try to come at me on a crazy level, because then it's going to be something crazy. I'm quiet, but, you know, don't mess with my space. Don't come in my space. Don't try to invade my space or mess with my space and my peace. Do not. But I'm not the type to go and block people. I've had little disagreements with certain people, certain cousins of mine. And I don't go on social media blocking people. People, the energy you take out to sit there and block somebody, like, please, they're not worth it. If you're having an argument with someone at the moment, don't take out that time to block them. If they mad at you that much, they'll block you. But do not waste your time and energy blocking people. You're just making them laugh at you. While 
you're sitting there blocking them thinking you're doing something all they're doing is laughing at you like haha like she's that mad or he's that mad that he's blocking me please don't go to social media to talk about what's going on because nobody on social media really cares all they're gonna do is sit there and laugh at you and talk shit about you because you're on social media talking shit because you're that mad like don't do it people please don't social media doesn't care no one cares you're just gonna be the joke of the day and last but not least i want to talk about death when it comes to death in the family you know it's sad that um for example when we just did my cousin charlie may he rest in peace with his funeral a lot of our children didn't know each other until the funeral it's sad that family members come close or get together when it's for a negative thing for example it can be death or it can be when there's some sort of drama that's when you start hearing from people or one thing i can say about my family we're dysfunctional very dysfunctional um, and you guys know I'm not lying. I don't care who gets mad, but it's the fucking truth. But one thing I can say is, let's say if I have beef with somebody right now, whether I'm talking to a relative or not, if I call him and be like, yo, such and such, something's going down, I need you, we're there for each other. But we shouldn't only be there for, enough, for one another during death, drama, or fight. We should be there for each other to celebrate any little thing that any one of us has accomplished in life for any any positive thing like it shouldn't only be there for the negative i feel another thing that we don't do is we don't tell each other that we love each other enough it's only done when someone is dead for example you'll see i'm not talking about only my family but for other people that i've known that I'll see that someone in their family has passed and I've been friends with this person for so long and they're like, oh my God, rest in peace, such and such. I loved you so much and this and this and that. I've known you for 20 years. I've never heard you discuss about this person. I've never seen you chill with this person. I've never heard of this person. I feel if you really love someone, they're someone that your close friends know who they are. They're someone that you converse with, even if it's once a month, but you hit them up to see how they're doing. It's someone that you might just call, like I said, and check up on them. Tell them that you miss them, that you want to see them. They'll come visit you. You go visit them. There's some line of communication open with that person. In other words, what I'm trying to say is, don't love me when I'm gone. Love me while I'm here. Show me that you love me while I'm here. It can be the simplest thing. You can just shoot me a text. You can invite me over for dinner. Anything. It could be so, so simple. Being there for one another necessarily doesn't have to mean that you're going to help them financially. Like I said earlier, I'm not in no position to be helping anyone financially, but if I can, I do it. And if 
is the event where I know someone is having a hard time, you know, with getting food and I don't have the funds to help you get extra food because what I have is enough for me and my family. I'm just like my mom. I cook, always cook a little extra because you just never know. I'll be the type to be like, oh, you know, come over. You can come over every day for dinner and make sure that, you know, you have a plate every day. That's more than enough when it comes to helping someone. But a lot of people think that helping someone and being there for them is always financial and it doesn't have to be. It's the simplest thing. If, you know, you don't have that person's number, because nowadays you really don't need everybody's number. Everybody has social media. You can hit that person up on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Send them a little. It could be a, you could send them an emoji of a heart once in a while is showing them that you love them. Another thing is um, every time you speak to any one of your family members or your friends, because, you know, like I said earlier, some people don't consider their family family because they've gone through some shit that you can't come back from. You consider your friends family, whoever you do consider family. Every time you speak to them, tell them you love them. Don't wait till they're gone to tell them you love them. When my cousin Jay, rest in peace, that passed before my cousin Charlie um, that was one thing about him. He was a very loving person, extremely loving. And every time we would hang up the phone, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I spoke to him on a regular basis because we didn't. But when I did speak to him, the one thing we would always say when we hung up the phone was, I love you. Everything was, all right, well, take care. Hope the family's good. He'll be like, I love you, cousin. And I'll be like, I love you too. Even through text, when we would text each other, I love you, cousin. I love you too. Every conversation we ended with, and I love you. And I think that's something that we should do with everyone that's in our family or in our circle because you don't want the day to come that something happens to that person and you're sitting there like, damn, I don't even remember when was the last time I told them that I loved them. So make sure you tell everybody you love them while they're here. Don't wait till they're gone to be posting all over Facebook. Oh, I love you this. I love you that. They're not here. They cannot hear you telling you that they love that you love them. They needed to hear that while they were alive. They needed you to show them that you love them while they're alive, not when they're gone. So deaths, when it comes to death, death shouldn't be the time where you express your love to one another and family should come together. I hate that I see my entire family only at funerals when somebody passes. It it bothers me. And, you know, I'm hoping that will change because I don't want from my children what we currently have right now. This is a little message out to my family members that are listening. All the drama and bullshit that we grew up with, our kids deserve better. They deserve to know each other. We're a huge family. And it's sad that my kids met a bunch of their cousins that they had never seen before. My oldest son is about to be 17. It's extremely sad. We need to come together and end the generational curse that has been going on from, you know, all these years. All the drama, all the, all the unnecessary drama is not needed. We need to come together and start new traditions with our kids. That way those traditions can be passed on to their kids and so on. Give our kids something beautiful to look forward to. Give our kids something to discuss with their kids as they're getting older, all the memories they shared with their cousins and things like that. I have pictures with my cousins growing up 
it's crazy that my kids don't have that only with their cousins from the immediate family, meaning my sister's kids. And I still feel it's not enough. They deserve more. So with that being said, um, my closing comments for you guys are going to be, number one, love those who love you and pray for those who hate you. That's all you can do. Pray for them. Never think that um, it can happen to you. You can be good today. You can be financially stable today. And something might happen next week, God forbid, and you could hit rock bottom. Never think that it can happen to you. Always make sure that you keep a great and positive relationship with those around you because you just never know when you might need them. So enough with the bullshit, the drama. Love those who love you. Pray for those who hate you. Because you just never know when is your turn to need them. Another thing is social media. People, stop going to it. Nobody cares. You're just a laughing stock on social media. Last but not least, be grateful for what you have. Because, like I said, just never know when the tables can turn. And God is going to put you in a place where you're going to wish you had everything that you had before. You know, you might be in a fucked up situation right now, but it can always be worse. Be grateful for what you have. Don't think about what you want, what you had. Be grateful for everything God has given you at the moment. Don't be greedy. Don't want more. Be grateful for what you have. I'm going to keep saying it. Be grateful for what you have because it can always be worse. So on that note, I'm going to go to my quote for today. It's called Life is Too Short. Grudges are a waste of perfect happiness. Laugh when you can. Apologize when you should and let go of what you can. Take chances. Give everything and have no regrets. Life is too short to be unhappy. You have to take the good with the bad and smile when you're sad. Love what you got and always remember what you had. Always forgive but never forget. Learn from your mistakes but never regret. People change and things go wrong. But always remember, life goes on. Live your life to the fullest, people. Love those who love you. Once again, pray for those who hate you. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And I hope, you know, you learned a couple of things from different things I've gone through. If there's anything you guys want to discuss, like off your chest, you know, I'm always an email or DM away. So until next time, and for all of those listening... My family members, you know, I love you guys to the fullest. Some of you might hate me. I don't know why, but it's okay. You ain't got to love me. Just know you always got to respect me and my kids. That's all I care about. I'll pray for y'all. Love y'all to the fullest. Stay safe and stay blessed. Thank you for taking the time out and tuning in to Let Me Touch You podcast. If you're not doing so already, make sure to follow Barbie on Instagram at let underscore me underscore touch underscore you on facebook at let me touch you podcast twitter at let me touch you three and youtube at let me touch you podcast make sure to subscribe review and tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in every saturday until next time stay safe and stay blessed